Welcome to the True Logic DX, the podcast edition. The place where we talk about trends, news, and insights for individuals and businesses who want to succeed in digital marketing. Join our host, SEO expert and certified mom's boy, Bernard Sunwan, as he gives you the lowdown on digital marketing fundamentals, tips and best practices, and easy conversations with industry experts about the latest trends and happenings in the digital world. Let's get started. Thank you very much for joining us and welcome to another episode of the True Logic DX podcast. Today, we're talking about the battle of the marketplaces, Shopee and Lazada. So, you know, are you guys ready to rumble on this episode of the True Logic DX podcast? On the orange corner, we have Shopee. And on the blue corner, we've got Lazada. And when we were doing some of this research, and you know, part of it is to give you guys what the experience of a digital marketer is like and some of the details that we look at that normal audiences wouldn't look at. But we want to evaluate how these two websites compare apples to apples in terms of performance gaps, in terms of usability, in terms of design, just so that we've got a more nuanced conversation. Now, to keep this from becoming, you know, a monologue, I've invited two guests from our team. They are some of our creative experts at True Logic. I want to welcome Ant and Gab. Guys, Hi. introduce yourself. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, so I'm Gab. I'm a web designer from True Logic. And with me is Ant. Hey, guys. I'm Ant. I am a graphic designer from social media here in True Logic. Right. So when you see when you see ads in Facebook following you around, that's that's Ant, right? And when if you've ever seen our portfolio of websites that we send clients, that's Gab. That's me. Um, and I thought they would be really great people to have a conversation with. Well, primarily one of the reasons is their age, which, you know, by the way, ties in with the research. Because one of the things that I noticed when I did the research was how deliberately both Lazada and Shopee are targeting younger demographics. It's pretty impressive. But let's do a quick run down, right? And so this is the Gen X or in me reveal. <laughs> Gen X reveal. <laughs> so I do remember a time when e-commerce was not popular in the Philippines. In 2000, 2001, I was waiting for, I think, local brands to start getting mature. I did want Toys R Us and Toy Kingdom to go online. No, they did not. And even today, they're still doing a pretty shabby job, both brands. And then Lazada comes along, right? And introduces the first real mainstream e-commerce shopping experience. And I remember when I saw it, there's no way these guys are making money. Like when I, when I saw it the first time, I was thinking, there's no way these guys are making money, which they were not. I think for most people, they're not aware when you launch startups that are this big, that usually have venture funding, they are expected to be at a loss because what they're looking for is adoption, which I think Lazada did remarkably well. That led to their acquisition in 2016, and that was by Alibaba, and then more Filipino brands, more more Filipino merchants, and even mainstream brands started adopting to Lazada and Shopee, right? Like today, I don't know of any main brand or mainstream brand that does not have Lazada as a channel partner. For you guys, do you guys do any mainstream shopping on Lazada for any of the brands that you know and love? Well, in my case, I don't shop in Lazada for my mainstream needs or products. I only shop in Lazada when I'm looking for PC parts mostly because recently I started building my PC. Right. Those are pretty niche too. They're yeah. hard to find, right? Yeah. And like 
only went into Lazada because most of these PC websites would refer me to Lazada. So okay. that's the only time okay. I got into Lazada for okay. shopping. <laughs> oh, I'll be candid. I only go to Shopee and Lazada whenever I'm feeling lazy to buy something in store. Now. Okay. Especially now that we're in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Both platforms have been... Convenient would be an understatement. For me, aside from it being convenient, I think it's a nice notch to the service of both that almost every major brand you're looking for right. from any industry right. is already there. Samsung, so Amarflex, yeah. even, right. You can even buy soy sauce there yeah. in Lazada. So like for you me, mean, as someone who's a little bit lazy when it comes to grocery shopping, yeah. I'd rather just browse through my phone, right. go, and, online. And go online and buy my stuff. Yeah, For me, the biggest help was when we were all locked down and I needed yeah. some of my essentials. When, mm-hmm. I, when I say essentials for my addiction, like my toy collection. Right? <laughs> you know what? Green Hills is closed. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. you can't do your normal walk to the Green Hills. Yeah. You can't take a look at what inventory people have. Mm-hmm. But it was also another way... I think to support the merchants that I frequent when I go to Green Hills, I just looked for their Lazada stores and I made the purchases online. Some of them actually have their own websites, which I will also order from. But when it's available there, I do so because it's easier to do comparisons between them, Toys R Us, Toy Kingdom, right? So it was a very safe, convenient way. Like I didn't have to wait for all of the lockdowns to end to make sure that I managed to continue with my collection. That's one. The other is for very niche products, right? Like the Philippines doesn't have a lot of things like super available. That would be more common in other places. I'll give you guys an example. Do you know what an E12 light LED light bulb is? No. Exactly, 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 right? So... And if you if you go to Lazada, you will find dozens of merchants that sell E12, E12 LED light bulbs. E12s are they've got the super small sockets mm-hmm. on electronic fake candles or fake candelabra. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the bulbs that go on it. They go inside. Oh yeah. Right. So light bulb sockets are E12s, E14s, E16s, and whatnot. But E12s are they're hard to find. And I light my house up like a Christmas tree on Christmas, and I bought all of these lanterns that use yeah. E12 bulbs. But the E12 bulbs they came with were the old incandescent ones. And, you know, I don't own shares of Miralco, so (laughs) I clearly don't want to run off of incandescent bulbs. So I had to look for LED replacements. Plus, you know, it's more earth-friendly. But you cannot find them in Wilcon. You cannot find them in Home Depot, in Ace Hardware. You cannot find them anywhere, right? And so Lazada becomes a, a good channel for you to find it. Shopee also, by the way, has merchants that sell it. And you're not talking about cheap, anonymous light bulbs. You're talking branded ones yeah. like Samsung's, right? Or other light manufacturers that are available with them, but are not available mainstream. So I think that's the largest convenience that they create. Let's talk about what I would call the upstart, because I think because Lazada is the one that started it all in the Philippines. Yeah. Shopee actually sort of benefited from the mainstream following that they had created. It came from Lazada. Yeah, so Lazada comes into the market, sort of, I I think, puts people's e-commerce experiences on training wheels, gets to mainstream volume. And then, you know, three years after that, Shopee comes into the market, right? And Shopee belongs to Tencent. Yeah. Or it's at least backed by Tencent. Back, yeah, back, back, back by, quote, unquote, backed by Tencent. Yeah. And it's headquartered in Singapore, but they did give Lazada a run for their money. Like they came on very strong. Like it, the kind of marketing I saw with Shopee was similar to Unilever launching a product. Like that kind of marketing ubiquity is what they did in order to get people to adapt to it. 
my expectation, and this is where we're going to get to the more geeky data about yeah. these two, is that because Lazada had a head start, I was fully expecting the data to show us that the adoption on Lazada, the traffic on Lazada, the referrals to Lazada were going to be more than Shopee, right? But, you know, so that just wasn't the case. So I'm going to dive in to the technical elements of both websites, right? And full disclosure for the people that are listening, in order to do the comparisons, we use tools like SEMrush and similar web just to compare them apples to apples. So according to this data, across a span of three months, where Lazada drives traffic for three months of 127 million, Shopee does 240 million within the same period. So nearly double. To me, that's like, that's incredible. So if you broke this down on a month by month basis, it would look like Lazada does about 40 million in monthly visitors and Shopee does close to 80 million in monthly visitors. So super unexpected. The other one though, is in terms of device usage. This one was actually, I think, a bit sort of expected. Like when you guys, how do you guys shop? Are you guys more in the Shopee or Lazada corners? I'm, I'm on the Lazada corner. Okay. I'm on the mobile corner. For okay, Lazada. okay. So you're on the mobile <laughs> Lazada corner. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I'm, I, I shop the same way. I'm <laughs> on the Lazada mobile corner of everything. But I do now, I think it comes with maturity as I always okay. say. I do tend to open Lazada on weekends using my desktop. Okay. Yeah. What about Shopee? When you guys have Shopee experiences, are you on mobile or are you on desktop? I haven't tried Shopee though, because really? <laughs> like you don't have the app. You don't have the app. I have, I have the app, but well, I used to look on Shopee for like when I was canvassing PC parts, because you know, like if you're gonna buy parts for like technological parts, right. one of the things you have to do is like canvas a lot of sites and a lot of platforms. So like one of those platforms was Shopee. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cluttered for me. Well, not just because I grew in Lazada, but yeah, somehow that kind of played a part with me buying from Lazada. But in Shopee, like I couldn't find most of the PC parts okay. I needed. Okay. So I ended up... Full disclosure like, though, I find stuff on Shopee that I don't find on Lazada. Lazada. Yeah. Inventory size-wise, I think Shopee trumps them. I yeah. also think yeah. merchant size-wise. Merchant size, yeah. They also trump Lazada. Yeah. I, and I think that's why you find stuff on Shopee you don't find in Lazada. I think they're actually doubled in size when it comes to the merchants because as far as one of my friends who actually works in Shopee's PR, I think they have a more looser certification more. when it comes to their merchants, so they don't oh, yeah. really screen that, like, they don't, that much. I'm not sure. Don't, okay. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're recording you on it. Okay. Uh, I actually fall into the desktop experience of Lazada. I don't ha- I don't keep the app. I don't keep the app and I don't do it on mobile. I always do it on desktop. I have been shopping on a desktop since 2001. I don't have any mobile shopping behaviors. You know, go Gen X. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of the data was rising, like in terms of monthly visitors. My first expectation, and you know, guys, this is digital marketers looking at e-commerce portals, right? Like we yeah. don't just take it for granted as an average user. So the number of users, that was a surprise. The number of unique visitors, yeah. right? 15 million to 25 million, big difference. The other one though, that 
also caught me by surprise was visit duration. For an e-commerce store, I think this matters a lot, right? Yep. How many items do you wind up impulse clicking in seven minutes versus five, five minutes, minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. And that could be the difference between a shopping cart of 500 pesos and 1,500 pesos. That could be the difference between you moving an item of high inventory margin versus low inventory margin, right? Clearly, what's driving that are the number of pages per visit. According to similar web, the number of pages that an average Lazada browser will go through is about five to six pages. And on Shopee, it's eight. Eight pages. Right? Like, wow. But I probably also fall in this category because I'm the guy that looks at the search results and I go like, open a new tab, open a new tab, open a new tab, open a new tab, open a new tab. tab." And before you know it, you got like 12 tabs, right? In one visit. You're choosing from 12 tabs. Right, right. (laughs) So to me, that makes sense. And there... Engagement rates are not bad, right? Their their engagement rates are almost 50%. Yeah, Lazada bounces people a bit more than Shopee does. So Shopee's engagement rate is about 60%. Lazada's is about 47, 48%. So that's not bad. That's still pretty neck and neck. But yeah, I had no idea that the distribution was going to be like that. I did get surprised at the traffic share that was coming from other regions, right? And so when I first saw this thing, I was going like, why? And then I remembered, oh yeah, Balik Bayans, <laughs> right? Because yeah. the internet doesn't care where you are, uh-huh. right? The internet doesn't care. I guess in the same way that I keep an Amazon.de account because some of my cherished nephews are in Germany. And so a week or two before their birthdays, I buy stuff from Amazon and I ship it to them. And they just get surprised or their mom tells them and, you know, they pretend to be surprised. But I keep an Amazon VE account so that whenever it's anybody's birthday in the extended family in Germany, I send them gifts. And I just buy it on Amazon and it's prime. So my shipping is free and the, yeah. the shipping is pretty expedited. So it's it's worth it. But I guess by the same token that I would keep an Amazon account, Filipino Balik Bayans will keep Shopee or Lazada accounts, right? Which makes perfect sense. Like, especially if you're a new Balik Bayan. Do do you guys have Balik Bayans in your family? Not really. Like, most of us are are here in the Philippines. Okay, what about you guys, Anne? Okay. (laughs) Wow, what a bunch of patriots we got (laughs) guessing here. Yeah, but but some of these are were a bit surprising. I didn't even think of thinking about where does the traffic come from. But of course, majority of the traffic, lion share, comes from the Philippines. One of the most pleasant surprises to me was actually this is sort of where I think the pandemic sort of comes in, right? And it gives the gift of forcing people to adapt to, you know, quote unquote new normal for better or for worse. But I had Lazada and Shopee deliveries to my house once, twice a day. And it was the women in the house that were driving it. Like, it didn't, it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter whether it was my sister-in-law or the, my mom's yaya yeah. or, you know, yeah. it, it didn't matter. It was the women. Was the, that, women. The, the men were getting orders like once every three months, once every two yeah. months. So clearly these guys are not making money off uh-huh. of the guys in the house, <laughs> right? Which I think I also read some data before. I think I read it from Facebook's data that majority of the targeting for e-commerce actually targeted women. I think about 60% of it targeted women. So pretty interesting. The lion's share of their traffic is coming from direct, which is not a surprise, right? So not a lot of it is coming from organic search. It's not people doing searches and then going into their web stores. A lot of it is people typing in Lazada, people typing in Shopping, and then performing their searches inside the portals, which sort of made sense because... Prior to the pandemic, and a lot of people don't seem to be aware, the second largest search engine was Amazon. 
The first mm-hmm. one was Google. Yeah, because 60% of product searches happen on Amazon, right? After the pandemic, right. they weren't. I think they're now fourth or fifth. The second largest search engine now is YouTube. So it's Google, YouTube, Facebook. And it used to be Google, Amazon, Amazon, Facebook, YouTube, and whatnot, right? So the pandemic changed the order in which people perform the search. But I think in the same way that people go to Amazon and search for products, that's also, I think, the same behavior that people do when it comes to Shopee or Lazada. Although probably not for me, right? Like, how do you guys do searches when you, how do you, how does your user experience begin when you are intent on shopping for something in Lazada or Shopee? Do you begin at Google or do you begin from the app? Do you begin from the web store? Well, before I used to go on Google first, Okay. before I got into Lazada. But now when I'm looking for stuff, I go to Lazada first. And if I don't find the stuff that I'm looking for, let's say I'm, I'm buying shoes. If I find the shoes on Lazada, but it's pricey, I right. go on Google next. Okay. And then I look for like, Re- resellers or like some merchants would sell like those kinds of shoes like right. at a lower price. Right. So when it comes to toy yeah. collecting, because I can only speak to toy collecting, yeah. this is about 90% of my e-commerce experience, <laughs> right? It's pretty easy to tell a knockoff from an original From product. the original one. Yeah. yeah. You, you can tell from the price. You can tell from the image, right? You can tell from the user from the quality, reviews, awesome. right? Yeah. So there's a lot of indicators about whether the product is legit. What about for shoes? Like, don't you risk getting not legit <laughs> products? Well, it's more of like, they call it legit checking in right. like the sneaker verse. Okay. <laughs> when, you're, when you're legit checking, you like sort out who's reselling those kinds of right. shoes. Like where do they get those kinds right. of shoes? And you also check the price actually. Okay. Because if it's too good to be true, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably too good to be true. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. a big knockoff. So like price plays a big factor in like the people who are selling the shoes. Right. And like where where they are so selling. So 500 peso Yeezys, definitely greenhouse <laughs> yeah. material. Yeah. That kind of jazz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I think you, you won't even get the shoelaces off of those kinds of shoes. I think the person made the mistake in the, in the currency. Yeah. It's supposed to be dollars. Yeah, it's supposed to be dollars. Money. Money. An, or you it's might have been thinking, oh, I got lucky. They missed a zero. I'm buying it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, like, that's the case when you're, like, legit checking stuff you want to buy on the Zada. Mm-hmm. Like, going to Google after you're not finding the stuff you want mm-hmm. on the Zada. But before the pandemic, like, I used to go on Google first than Lazada. Right. So, yeah, I think the pandemic played its part in like converting me to Lazada for searches on products. How do you do it, Anne? <laughs> I think I haven't changed my habit of doing my, my shopping, my online shopping. So I always go through Google first, but the only thing I search for Google is if they do have a Shopee or Lazada store. <laughs> okay. So how do you do that Google query? Like what so, does that Google uh, search look like? For example, I'm going to name a brand because it's a brand for plus size guys like mm-hmm. me. So, Let's say Maxware. Maxware Lazada official store. Oh, That's, yeah. And then they, okay. if the search pops up, like the first one shows that it's an actual Lazada store or an actual Shopee store, I'd automatically click. Right. But I would click more if it's a Lazada link uh-huh. because I actually have, a, I would have to say it's an affinity. I have a sort of Trust issue when it comes to shopping. Okay. Because of previous experience, like I've always had like bad reviews when it comes to their products. Okay. Okay. So I think the search behavior I have is more similar to yours and my searches, again, they're pretty niche, right? So they're going to sound like Lazada WFC Skywarp. If you're not a Transformers nerd, you have no idea what 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 I just said, right? 
or I will go Shopee, Titan, Autobot Art. So those are the kinds of searches that I will do, or I will do WFC 033DS, like the model number of that, of that specific <laughs> yeah. toy. But I will always do like Lazada product or Shopee product, product right? And that's how all of my experiences at Shopee and Lazada begin. I think though, th- there's a bit of bias in the room because I think all three of us have a Lazada bias. Yeah. So let, let's talk about so, let's talk about our biases. Let's talk about our biases. Yeah, and, and to me, no, no offense to, to Shopee, but I, you know, Shopee guys, if you're listening, I will disclose my pain with your platform. And you know, if you would dress it up, I promise I'll buy more. <laughs> So before we begin with design, I'll let the cat out of the bag in terms of what's driving traffic, by the way, for these two websites. But let's begin with the website experience first, or let's begin with the experience in app on website. How would you guys speak to me about that? Like, what would you say they are getting right and what are they getting wrong? Let's do them one at a time, right? So let's do Lazada and Shopee. Let's talk navigation. Like navigating around products, navigating the website, looking for the right product, like whether in the app or whether in the store, what are your opinions about it? I'll talk about Lazada first. First thoughts that I had while looking at Lazada itself, like it's kind of all over the place, but I think that's the thing about online marketplaces. It's like walking to the physical store itself, wherein everything's thrown at your face. Right. Like a department store. Yeah. And it's up to you to navigate to the stuff you need to buy. Right. So I think that's what's up with Lazada because I, I think it's kind of cluttered. Like well, when you go into the site, you see suggestions that you don't usually get. Yeah, but like right. devices. But or- I don't think I don't think those are built for us. I think those are built for the merchants, right? Like I think those oh, yeah. features of hey, are you interested in this? Are you interested in this? It's probably like a program like they general- yeah, to help merchant partners move more inventory. Yeah, but yeah, go actually. on, go on. Yeah, like speaking about navigation, it's kind of hard to navigate because everything's kind of thrown at your face. Right? right. But once you get into the merchants themselves, the merchants have these kinds of filtering with their products. Right. Like, let's say you're looking for a monitor, like you can sort which brand of the monitor you want, which size, like how much, the price range, right. like the rating. The navigation gets easier once you get into the merchant. But when you're at the homepage of Lazada, it's kind of hard to navigate. So I think that's on Lazada for me. In Shopee, first you've got segmented navigation. You have, first off, you have the sections for the promos, like in a row. You have a small nav for like rewards, free shipping, and promos. And like under that, you have the big promo banner, which Shopee is like big on like promos and right, stuff. Right, right, they are. So I think with that compared to Lazada, I think that's much easier to navigate since in Lazada, you have big banners, small banners, like big text, small text, like all in the homepage. When you're trying to navigate, for me, I'm going with Shopee on this one. Mm-hmm. What about you, Anne? Well, off the record earlier, I've made an analogy between the two. So, What's the analogy? For anyone who's listening, please don't get offended when I own <laughs> analogy, but comparing the two, just I, drop your reactions in the back. So we'll dedicate an entire episode to your reactions. And reads bad reactions. So basically, I've made an analogy that, for example, you're a person who's looking to buy discount clothes. Lazada is your SM department store. Mm-hmm. And Shopee is your tai tai ukay ukay. So the reason why I've made that <laughs> analogy is because when it comes to Shopee, you're, it's like there's no room to breathe 
because of the bombardment of promo and uh, right. imagery. In Lazada, on the other hand, here in the above the fold page, you have all of the categories and then you have the promos in like one or two large banners. Right. So it's like, here are the categories. You can search for the items that you want. By the way, we have promos. It's not, oh, promo, promo, promo. Then right, you're just right. going to... The promos on Shopee are actually a lot more in your face. Yeah. Right? In, yeah. in Lazada, there's the primary banner and then there's the there's the message that they've got, like their their 10th birthday sale yep. that's, that's going on. Personally, for me, navigation-wise... I prefer, or at least I'd say design-wise, right? Like overall design experience-wise. For me, Lazada feels like a cleaner experience. It's a bit more straightforward. Mm -hmm. The iconography to me is just the right size. I will say something about usability, which I'm not a fan of, right? Like take, for example, I like how they categorize. Here are the items on flash sale. Here are the most popular stuff that people are buying now. Are there specific product categories? Although I think both brands know people are probably just going to hit the search bar and more oh, product yes. search Actually, anyway, right? Yeah. Which is why it's a bit cluttery. But one of the things that I am very sensitive to in, in terms of any experience is when brands pretend to customize experiences for me and don't, right? Like to me, that's a big deal. Like I remember I used to sign up to the Zalora. No offense, Zalora, I love you. <laughs> but I used to sign up to their newsletter because I do a lot of email marketing research. And I knew the guys that were running the marketing at Zalora. I was curious about what they were doing. Like Uber's email marketing campaign were terrific. I wanted to see if Lazada and Zalora were doing something of the same caliber. Right. And I essentially unsubscribed the moment I got three emails recommending women's lingerie. Don't ask me what I Google. <laughs> you shouldn't care, but no, it shouldn't peddle me that. Right. Cause I'm a guy. Right. Like I don't want to know how hot I look in stilettos. Right. So it's when you supposedly customize experiences for me and don't is where I have issues when it comes to usability. So take, for example, if I go to Lazada, I understand why Shopee doesn't know me really well, right? It's a once in a blue moon shopping experience that I do there. So they probably don't have enough data about me, right? But Lazada should have like a caboodle of data on me, right? So if they're going, okay, here are kids products. I'd, I'm not married. I don't have kids, right? Or, hey, do you want the Maybelline E Super Stay Matte Ink <laughs> lipstick? <laughs> I have issues, <laughs> right? Like, why are you recommending me that? Or, you know, women's jeans. So to me, those would be some samples of my usability experiences. What about shopping experiences wise? Actually, shopping experiences for me in Lazada, well, because I'm a Lazada user. Sorry, Shopee. <laughs> Well, um, shopping experience in Lazada for me has been easy, like, as I mentioned a while ago. Like, looking for PC parts. Like, yeah, I can only speak for PC parts since I'm a PC gamer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, shopping in Lazada for me has been easy. As I mentioned a while ago, you, you can easily filter, like, the parts you need. Let's say you search for a monitor in Merchant One. You can look in the filter which kind of monitor brand you want. How much stars like does the monitor have for ratings? So having that kind of filter in Lazada has assisted me a lot in shopping for PC parts. Checking out, it's kind of hard because like some of the fonts are small. Like sometimes I have like these instances right. wherein I check out of Lazada and I forget to apply a voucher because like the voucher section or the voucher button oh, is well, so I've got small. A mouthful on this like later. <laughs> I'll, I'll save that yeah. for later. Right, so, so like, like some of the elements in the checkout section are like not really balanced. Right. So like you tend to miss out on some right. things. Yeah. Sometimes I, I even have the tendency of like, let's say I'm, I'm buying PC fans, but 
sometimes like due to the unbalanced elements. I end out almost checking out four pieces. So like if they could balance the elements well, mm-hmm. like it would be like easier for me. For Shopee though, I haven't checked out like the mobile version, but I'm looking at the desktop version right now. It's organized as much as possible. You could easily see the voucher section. You could easily see like the information about the voucher and shipping promos. And like, you even have like a separate section for the price and the quantity. So like, I think for Lazada and Shopee, I'm going with Shopee on checking out items. But shopping wise, I'm going with the Lazada. Okay. What about you, Ed? Well, since I do, well, majority of my, my shopping on mobile, I would look at it in the perspective of a mobile user. Right. So for me, I prefer the experience I have in Lazada, especially since... Like I've mentioned before, I have trust issues when it comes to right. Shopee. Right. So I find it easier to navigate the, the entire interface because when you are looking for legitimate sellers, you often tend to go to the mall sections. Right. right? So I it's... I buy always from a large mall. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's easier... Because you can easily filter everything out because the last mall filter or the last mall tab is always... Right. It's there. It's a featured icon. So you can immediately just click it. Right. <laughs> immediately without having to scour all over. Na, oh my God, is this... Right. But I think that's true for both of them, right? Like figuring out the legit sellers versus the not legit sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always try to tell people if they try to take your transaction outside the platform... Yeah. It's a 180-degree turn uh, and walk out of there, right? Uh, but I think that exists on both. I'm, I'm not sure if one has more scammy merchants yep. than the others. I would assume that, you know, rule of randomness probably mm-hmm. evens out just the same. Yeah, but when it comes to the design of the entire interface of both Shopee and Lazada, when it comes to mobile, it's easier to filter out the non air quote non legitimate sellers right. because of the, uh, the, the right. icon the, the the last mall icon that's already featured there plus and I think I'm being nitpicky here I prefer <laughs> the star system when it comes to their rating okay. I can automatically see that it's a five star right compared to the shopping one which is it's a star and then there's a number right so, okay okay that makes sense so, minimal things yeah. But yeah so so to me shopping experience wise the only reason i have developed a preference for lazada and shopee is because the otp works once in a blue moon like when i do transactions on shopee it sends me which i appreciate by the way i love brands that will send me an otp before they proceed with the transaction but you know it's an issue if i can only get that otp to work twice in two years <laughs> right i think Checkout experience-wise, both are pretty good. Like, yeah. I don't remember having to... Like, the fact that you can save your delivery address, I think it's terrific, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Although I have misshipped, like, for some reason, I thought I set the delivery address to my home, uh, and then it will always default to the office. And so stuff that I expect <laughs> to come to the house comes to the office. <laughs> Luckily, I come to the office every day, but, you know, that still happens, so it's not very intuitive. The other thing that I don't think is very full disclosure is there are times where it's not very obvious that the seller is from offshore, Mm. right? Nothing against offshore merchants. It's just that if I want an item urgently, like let's say, let's say the charger for my device broke, right? Right. And I need to replace it because my battery will last, I don't know, a day, two days. I don't want to wait for something for a week, two weeks, right? For an urgent item, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I wish that were more openly Disclose like the way they do it with eBay, yeah. right? If it comes from yeah. within the continent, if it comes from within the mm-hmm. Philippines, you know they're gonna let you right, like right at the selection of the merchant. Yeah. 
right? So Shopee, my shopping cart sizes are large-ish. You know, if you want to make that OTP work, let us know. So a bunch of Lazada loyalists, sure. Let's go back to their traffic and then let's try to break down why Lazada and Shopee are driving so much traffic to their website. Again, right, like one of the things I think we talked about was how we were all surprised, like especially since the three of us do more transactions on Lazada and Shopee, I think yeah. our natural assumption was, okay, then more people probably use Lazada than Shopee. And the data was like, oh, no. oh, <laughs> right? Like half. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lazada has almost, just has about 50% the amount of monthly traffic that Shopee has. And you got to wonder what's causing that. So we, we sort of broke it apart to try to find out where were they getting their top traffic from, and I think I mentioned earlier, organic is not a majority of the driver for traffic for these two websites. It's a big driver, but it's not the largest driver of traffic. Like brand awareness is the largest traffic driver. So all of those ubiquitous YouTube ads, yeah. like the YouTube ads that you will see twice in one video, right? And the video is like five minutes. Yeah, they have Vogons now for you. Right? So it uh, makes you want to go YouTube premium. <laughs> but I won't plug in YouTube premium. True Logic DX brought to you by YouTube premium. <laughs> So, but we did break down the sources of traffic. And one of the interesting things is a lot of the things that these two brands do are very neck and neck, except for the choice of where they put their advertising dollars, right? So I, I think when we broke it apart, they both put in, I think, a tremendous amount of advertising dollars, right? To be visible, to be top of mind, to have high brand awareness, direct is the largest traffic driver. But when we saw where the traffic was being, where the money was being driven to, right? We saw Lazada use the Google networks a lot. Like the lion's share of their budget is in the Google network. And that's why they're very ubiquitous when it comes to the Google shopping carousel at the top. They're also very visible when it comes to the search network ads. They're also very visible when it comes to the ads following you around, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the Google ad network, very utilized by Lazada, Lazada more than Shopee. Shopee though, does use a lot of advertising networks, like third-party advertising networks. If we take a look, like if I break it apart again, similar web data, right? Third-party advertising network utilization for Shopee is 71%. And it's only 28% for Lazada, yeah. right? So they're clearly tossing in more research, more resources. But flip that around to Google and you'll see that most ad destinations that Lazada utilizes is 78% of the time Google and only 21% of the time other ad networks. So that's pretty interesting. Like the fact that one drives traffic through multiple independent ad channels, ad networks, and one is tossing a lion's share essentially with Google. I think there are pluses and minuses to each strategy. I think the Shopee people can be very proud. <laughs> They're what? They're driving double the traffic, right? Like I would take a bow with that. Yes. Even YouTube, like if you take a look at share of advertising on YouTube, Lazada versus Shopee only, the YouTube advertising that Lazada does is about 31% and Shopee is about 68%. 68%. Yeah. So they're more ubiquitous in YouTube. 
Yahoo, well, you know, sure, be on Yahoo just for covering your bases. <laughs> so no, sorry, Yahoo, no offense. We love you. <laughs> but yeah, on, on Yahoo, Lazada is putting in the due diligence, yeah. like making sure their bases are 90, covered, that they're, that, yeah, that they're advertising on that network, right? So in my opinion, terrific. So just to wrap it up, a couple of things that I would probably want to say just on the wrap up is, I think first lesson here, first takeaway here is just because you've got a couple of anecdotal pieces of experience does not mean that that is the general yeah, summary of the population, the right? That's about doesn't reflect. <laughs> right, right. Clearly three guys that are Lazada aligned does not mean the general population of the Philippines is aligned. Data is proving us wrong. <laughs> Shopee is doing twice more than Lazada. Yeah. Brilliant. Traffic right? Pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. I also think we made some comments on experiences. Lazada, if you're listening, Shopee, if you're listening, right? Like default addresses, let's make it better. That OTP, uh, please make it work. Don't unlink our mobile wallets. Right, right. <laughs> I think return experience is also still a bit painful, right? Like I think the return experience is on both platforms still painful. I get more return experiences on Lazada, but probably because I order more from Lazada than I do with Shopee. But so far, those have not been easy experiences, like to the point that I feel there is a deliberate attempt to hide the data to manage the return. So, but thank God the merchants that I deal with, one more reason to work with a LAS mall, right, or an official merchant store is because they make that process easier for you. Last bit is how these guys are driving their traffic. Clearly, they're driving two different strategies. Like you can always make the assumption that, oh, no, they're both ubiquitous on YouTube and both ubiquitous on the Google ad network and both ubiquitous on third-party networks. But the truth is contrary to that. Clearly, they are putting in large amounts of resources into being top of mind for the Filipino audience, but they're hedging their bets in different channels, in different strategies. So yeah, so, you know, just goes to show they're very similar, but they're they're not the exact same animal. I think the the people running the brands know that. They each both create distinct value. I think they, they manage to keep their specific types of users very loyal. So good job on them. So this is a blow by blow of Lazada versus Shopee. Gentlemen, any parting words for the people listening to us? <laughs> I don't have any parting words. But basically, um, like our inputs are like, based on Lazada since we are all we're, we the three of us are Lazada users so I mean this doesn't reflect <laughs> the general experience of Lazada I mean at the back of my mind I, I kind of want to try Shopee like just to see like how it differs from Lazada right no because <laughs> like I spent most of the time on Lazada, so I kind of want to try Shopee, like for the digital marketing purposes and like, well, for for the shopping exp- experience also. Because right. they were huge beneficiaries of the pandemic, right? Like, let's face yeah. it, both brands made made the lockdowns just a bit more bearable yeah. because they were there, yeah. right? Like I cannot, I do not even want to imagine what it would have been like yeah. lockdown and you couldn't get your stuff yeah. to your yeah. house. And people were also kind of surprised because you know, like. I don't know if all people had this kind of perception of Lazada and Shopee, but if you heard the word Lazada or Shopee before, like you would only think like, oh, I can order shirts, I can order shoes. But like, if you look at Lazada and Shopee now, you could buy a, a, right. a, big, a big fridge. Right, you could buy right. a big TV. They, they, they did turn it into the Amazon yeah. of Shopee. You, you, yeah. yeah. you can buy a house. <laughs> so they're, they, they, they've done a terrific job. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of valuable insights. The This conversation yeah. went, like in my opinion, it went very fast. I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Yeah. And I want to invite everybody else. Join us again on the next Logic VX podcast. 
Thanks for tuning in to the True Logic DX podcast, an audio production show for people who want to take their digital marketing game to the next level. If you enjoyed today's episode, follow True Logic on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Check out our website at truelogic.com.ph for more information on digital marketing. And make sure to catch our upcoming episodes on your favorite podcast network. Until next time.